This is MPN. It's getting warmer here in Southern California, and the state of Arizona is a focal point for good reasons this time of year. That can only mean baseball season is right around the corner, and here on the McCarran Podcast Network, we continue our trip uh, around the divisions. We brought you the NL and AL West, but now we're here to talk about another interesting division, the NL Central, and here to help us break it down is my good friend and Pittsburgh native, Justin Roush. Justin, how are you? Hello, I'm doing very well, thank you. Good. So as I mentioned earlier, just a second ago, you're from Pittsburgh. Yes. You. How long have you lived I, out here? I mean, what's your relationship to Pittsburgh and Los Angeles? I uh, grew up in Pittsburgh, and then I moved to L.A. about 2007. And then I moved briefly back to Pittsburgh uh, during the time where they were... On the uprise, okay. Of uh, so I got to All witness right. that firsthand. Oh, them, good. Okay, them coming back to you know relevancy. Okay, um, it's been a long road. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's been a long, painful road. Absolutely. I'm old enough. I'm I'm 34, so I'm old enough to remember you know the the killer bees, Bonds, Bonilla, and Bell. You know, this was the early 90s. Uh, Jim Leland was a coach, and. Uh, we were awesome. You know, we were absolutely relevant. And yeah. and that's like... <laughs> Playing at Three Rivers. And oh, yes. Yeah. You know, selling out every night. Exactly. Great. Yeah, I mean, Three Rivers, you know, that's where the Steelers played. That's where the, the Pirates played. It wasn't a great uh, baseball park. But um, nonetheless, it was it was, uh, it was was amazing. And yeah, the, uh, the, the 90, 91, 92 seasons uh, were awesome. Uh, ones after that, not so not much. Not so great. <laughs> not so great at all. So in 92, 92, you have, I mean, what do you call it there? Do you call it the throw? Do you call it oh, the the slide? I mean, what, what happened? It's, it's the throw. I mean, okay. Set it's, the scene for us. Set it's, the scene. It's, it's, it's the throw. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's watching this player that's supposedly awesome, Barry Bonds, like in yeah. the season, just absolutely killing it. And then every postseason, or like those two postseasons, just nothing, yeah. no performance. And so the end of the game, I'm sorry, it's uh, ninth inning, and uh, Sid Bream was playing for the Braves. Now, he was a pirate, and we traded him to the Braves uh, the year before. So Sid Bream was like a Pirates player. Now he's on the Braves. We're playing the Braves. It's the ninth inning. Um, there's a hit. Pop fly. It goes to um uh, to Bonds. Now, Bonds makes uh, picks it up, throws it. It's a horrible throw. It's 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 wide right to home base. Sid Bream, a former, or, um, basically, just he, he's the, 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 the is he a catcher? What is he? I mean, he's he's not he's he's not fast. He's not a fast. No, man. no. Sid Bream's slow. Yeah. But Bonds' throw was horrible, and I and and the whole thing was. And we'll let's get. And I'll, I'll backtrack. But Bonds threw it. It was a horrible throw. Sid Bream safe. They win. The Braves go to, uh, you know, the, the next the, round. Yeah, yeah, they go to the World Series, and then that's yeah. it. You know, like and then there's 20 years of us being horrible. Bonds leaves. <sighs> Bonds comes to the Giants. Bonds leaves. Comes to the Giants. Um, and he. Uh, but to be fair, he had a really hard time shaking that playoff 
choker or the guy who couldn't get it done in the postseason for oh, a very long absolutely. time. Absolutely, he Ab- he didn't do anything the the few times the Giants made the playoffs until like oh two and he started to to go on a tear. But other than that, it took him twenty years almost to get or ten years I should say to finally shake off the yeah. What I heard was that Barnes was in the outfield and Andy Van Slyke was a Golden Glove. He was their center center fielder. One of the most amazing baseball names ever, Andy Van Slyke. Yeah, right? Like, that is yeah. so unreal. <laughs> anyway, he told Bonds, when uh, when the ball was hit, he told Bonds, he's like, move up to the left. Move up. Take a couple steps up. This is Andy Van Slyke we're calling. Andy Van Slyke, I'll believe Andy Van Slyke over him, over Bonds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, said that Bonds flipped him off. He stayed where he was. Mm. And then he, he played the ball wrong. Yeah. And then he threw it horribly. And what was this? So, like, seven years later, okay, Sid Bream scores, former Pirate. Like, seven years later, I have a couple friends, and they're playing in this uh, church, like, uh, basketball league. And Sid Bream has since then moved back to Pittsburgh, and he's their (laughs) coach. (laughs) And he's their coach. And I remember my friend's dad had, like, serious reservations about... Letting him be on that team because he just had so much animosity. I mean, yeah. It wasn't Sid Bream's fault. Yeah, it wasn't it was his just, fault. Yeah, but oh, they 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 wisecracked him all the time. The wow. players, yeah, my friends, that was just wild. So that season happened, and then <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it and then the, and then Bonds left, and there was a sort of a. I guess a curse of the of the Bonds Bino thing happening yeah. with 20, 20 straight 20, losing seasons. Yeah, twenty straight losing seasons. Not a lot of opportunity to raise that Jolly Roger. No, we we no, absolutely not. We got a new baseball park. The park was amazing. Yeah. I mean, you would literally just go, you know, for the park, mm-hmm. nothing else. Yeah, uh, the team wasn't really much to write home about. The team was was horrible. It, it was so bad. That Michael Keaton, <laughs> Michael Keaton was at a game, you know, about four years ago, and he got in trouble because they started interviewing him in the stands. Hey, Michael Keaton, because he's mm-hmm. from Pittsburgh. I'm sorry, he's from Pittsburgh, and he just goes on a tear about the ownerships, and this oh, is wow. like on TV. Yeah. He just starts digging into them, and he got into trouble for that. Wow. But um, but yeah, no, he, he's he's a big that fan was, as well. That was a weird time when a lot of seemingly bad teams were getting nice new ballparks like the nationals got a new ballpark then and they were awful for a while the pirates got a new ballpark and they weren't very good for a while the, and it just was this like i don't understand how you have this beautiful new ballpark and not a good product to put on the field nobody after opening day nobody goes like why there, there was just there was there was nothing to watch you know yeah i mean so many things have been said about like the ownership it changed hands from one guy to to uh to uh, to another and and just, just it's just bad yeah. and you know the whole talk was about you know we're building this from the ground up mm-hmm. you know from the farm leagues you know we're we're, we're building this team and you know you know give us time but then just horrible trades and blah 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 drafting blah, blah. and they, yeah, and then they 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 go through these cycles where they draft a player and oh he's going to be the next big thing and then he doesn't pan out oh. and then they flip I mean I'm talking about your Chris Bensons of the world and you're just you're oh, constantly yeah. cycling through these prospects that are supposed to be the next big thing and then they're just trading for more prospects exactly. and picking in the top 5 and it just seemingly never ends until 
2013. Now, this is a couple years after they uh, drafted Andrew McCutcheon, and he's kind of their best homegrown talent really since Bonds, frankly, um, and has kind of embraced the city and feels like he wants to be there a little bit. Um, and uh, so, I mean, so that's good. I mean, that's he, he's, a, he's a, a great building block to go on. Um, but, I mean, well, we may as well just start there. We may as well start with Pittsburgh um, and uh, kind of their outlook – for the upcoming season, they um, they finished eighty eight and seventy four last year. Um, they were second in the division. Uh, they uh, lost to Madison Bumgarner. I won't say the Giants because it was mostly Madison Bumgarner's oh, was, doing. Yeah, Ugh. a pitching performance. For that the should ages. be illegal. You should not. <laughs> if it's a one game playoff, like a wild card game, it yeah. should be illegal to play against Baumgartner. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> like, what is that? And then there was a, uh, some, I don't know how that happened. There was a grand slam grand in the slam. third or fourth inning. Oh, it was over. Yeah. It's just over. Have you heard, have you seen that video where they, they, I think it was Deadspin that isolated the audio in the ballpark. They took out all the broadcasting noise and everything like that. Oh. And then the moment he hit that ball, it was like cheering really loudly. And then it just went deadly silent oh. as he rounded the bases. And you hear like four people clapping that are Giants fans where you hear the dugout. I mean, it was just like a dagger, a dagger to the heart. And I would uh, – and, and oh, yeah, that was rough. And I, and I give it to the fans. Pittsburgh fans are, are crazy. And the opposite end of that spectrum – and I'll just give that quick story. And this is one of the greatest plays – in baseball that I've seen as far as fan participation okay. was the wild card game versus the Reds. Okay. This was the year previous. The year the before, first yeah. time. This is the first time we broke 500. Mm-hmm. We're in the wild card game. We're playing the Reds. And Cueto is the, the pitcher. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching this. And Cueto's pitching. Um, and uh, uh, Russell Martin is, is a bat. And the crowd, I mean, this has been 20 years. The crowd is just going nuts. All the this pent-up frustration. Oh, I mean, and we're yeah. losing our minds. And they're screaming. And they start chanting, Cueto, Cueto. Russell Martin's a bat. All of a sudden, Cueto, like, figuratively and literally drops the ball. <laughs> and it rolls off the mound. Like, yeah. So people start losing their minds. Like, he literally dropped the ball. He run, he has to walk off the mound after all this chanting. You see the close-up of his face. He's sweating. Picks the ball up. Next pitch, home run. Yeah. I mean, that it was amazing. Couldn't it was like have been any better, yeah. It was like something from a movie. Oh. <laughs> and, it was so. like, and, and you think about, I mean, especially someone like you who, who, who grew up in so many of the lean years. Yeah. To see the contrast between the two. Because uh, they haven't had a lot. To, they hadn't had a lot to cheer about no. baseball-wise. Now, no. would you say it's more of a football town? Maybe baseball and hockey kind of fit in there? I mean, the Steelers yeah. have been good for a really long yeah, time. Yeah, I, th- I think it's, it's always going to be... Steelers, but yeah. it's a huge hockey town, and like right. you know, because of the the revel, uh, relevancy of the Penguins, since you know, like since uh, Mario, mm-hmm. like there's now actually pro players coming out of, out of Pittsburgh. That wasn't the case before. I yeah. mean, like, so this is actually played. Yeah, Pittsburgh, I mean, this yeah. is actually you know, it's a huge hockey town now, but you know, it's always going to be primarily you know Steelers football. But I mean, to have that, I mean, really, any, any if it's any town that's gone through. As much as 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 they had, it's 
it's amazing just to, to oh. have it there. Oh, yeah. And that's, I, that must have been a fantastic moment. I oh, would, gosh. It was. You weren't there for it, were you? Or were no, you I, was, wa- I yeah. was watching it because I was at work here in Los Angeles. And so I, like, walked off set and was watching it on, in the motorhome on a TV. And I'm jumping up and down <laughs> the motorhome when no one else cares whatsoever. And yeah. I'm just losing my mind. So their off season was relatively quiet. They did lose Russell Martin, the aforementioned yeah, Russell Martin. Exactly. Oh, that hurts. It uh, it's going to be tough, I think, to make up what he brought offensively, defensively. And he was a huge staff. presence in the locker room. Like mm-hmm. he was a big motivator in in the locker room. But I think to kind of make up for that, or not to make—I mean, you can't replace Russell. It's Martin. tough to make up, right? Yeah. But one of the did. other big presents that uh, we lost when he went to the Phillies was AJ Burnett, and they brought him back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was great on that 2013 team. Yeah, took yeah. a year off in, in Philadelphia. Decided, yeah. I think I like this side of Pennsylvania better. <laughs> yeah. Just decided to come on down the road, come on back because it looked like he was going to retire. He didn't have a great season last year, and then he's thinking, well, maybe retirement. But I guess the draw of the Pirates. Yeah, I think he has one more year in him. You know, I think, you know, there's there's certain towns that, you know, you know, he was a Yankee before. He was had a big contract in the Mm -hmm. Yankees. You know, he had problems there. You know, some people, they don't fit into big market, you know, like systems. And and, and, uh, you got to have a big personality. You got to have a a, sort of a a bigger ego, I think, to fit in. Yeah. Yeah. So that spotlight. I, I think, you know, he'll have one year. And I think I think he'll do well. At least just a presence of experience in the locker room is yeah. going to be good. Well, he and and I mean, they really they didn't really need to do much. I think Russell Martin, if you would have grabbed him, I think I would maybe think they would be more favored in the division. Yeah. But they're still solid up and down. They didn't lose a lot of guys. They didn't gain a lot of you know great players. They signed that uh, Korean defector Jung Ho Kang. Yeah, he's going to maybe platoon a little bit at short. Maybe yeah, even yeah. get maybe even get the job out of spring. Um, but in pitching wise, the guy that gave up that grand slam, Edison Volquez, got a brand shiny new contract, and so he's out of there. He's gone. Um, so you've got Francisco Liriano, yes, and Garrett Cole, mm-hmm. and AJ Burnett as your top three. Yeah, three guys whose injury history is checkered. I think you can probably say a bit. <sighs> Liriano ha- hasn't been the picture of health really his whole career. Cole is fantastic when he is right. healthy. Um, I, I mean, so so far, I mean, you know, uh, so so far in the spring, I think they've given up at least as of a couple of days ago, they've given up one run and uh, fifteen innings as far as the starters are oh, concerned. Okay, so they've um, been really pitching well then. Yeah, you know, I, I don't have, I don't worry about the pitching too much. Uh, you know, I'm not sure if we still have Grilly. They always call him Grilled Cheese. Is <laughs> our, our closer? He's um, gone. Oh, he's gone. Really, he's gone. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Well, but uh, I'm not too worried about the starting pitching. Uh, you know, are, you ask any person in Pittsburgh, you know, what's the weakness, and it's going to be, you know, power hitting. Mm-hmm. We have no power hitting. I mean, McCutcheon yeah. is a hitter. He's he awesome. Yeah. Oh my gosh, right. McCutcheon's amazing. You know, Alvarez, like a couple years ago, like he was nailing it, and then all of a sudden he just lost it. Yeah. So hopefully, like he gets, you know, he gets his groove back. Right. I don't know, but. That's that's the one thing I think we're lacking. Our outfield, the is, outfield I think is, is sick, is really good. I yeah. think that's going to be the strength of the team is the outfield hitting. Yeah. I mean, Polanco, Starling Marte, and McCutcheon, all three great defenders as well yeah. as just very great hitters as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, McCutcheon. Well, I mean, Marte 
he has had really two kind of really good seasons in a row. Um, I mean, he, he, he had really the exact same season he had the year before last year. Mm-hmm. So it was like it's 2013, 2014. He had one more hit than the previous year. He walked at about the same rate. His RBIs went up by 20, but that's because McCutcheon's getting on base at a, at, you know, 410. Right. <laughs> no, he's, he's getting right. on base yeah. 40% of the time. So, <laughs> um, but he's, he signed to a ridiculously good contract too. So, I mean, that is always really helpful when you can get production out of young guys and allow you to kind of try to spend elsewhere. Yeah. And, and, uh, hopefully, you know, Harrison, uh, yeah. you know, he was doing really well towards the end of the year. So hopefully, you know, he keeps it up, you know, as well, you know, that's, yeah. that, that would be nice to, to keep up. His, yeah. And uh, you, and they lost, uh, I guess uh, lost is kind of a strange I- Ike Davis. He's now in Oakland. So you can have Alvarez at first. You can kind of, cause he wasn't great on defense. He's always a pretty good hitter, but, yeah. but now you can kind of mitigate his defensive liabilities, maybe mask him a little bit right. at, third, at first. You can put Harrison at third, and you can have a solid a solid infield that way. I mean, Neil Walker's great as well. I think. Yeah, and I was a little scared that, like, because he was coming up to a contract year, and I was a little afraid that we were going to lose him. There was, like, some hearsay. And I was mm-hmm. like, he's from Pittsburgh. It's just like, oh, is he? Oh, yeah, local like, boy. Yeah, local can't... boy makes good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you can't lose him. Well, and, yeah, go ahead. And I'll just say one last thing about McCutcheon. You know, like he's in a solid contract. And I, I can't remember how many more years he's got, but I was watching like the Ellen show, Ellen DeGeneres, and he was on there. What and are you he, doing at home in the middle of the day? I, no, I was at my mom's house. Okay. Was, and she was watching <laughs> She Ellen. was watching. And Is it because Andrew McCutcheon was with Yeah, Andrew All McCutcheon right, was fair, on. Fair and, uh, and he proposed to his girlfriend, who is a Pittsburgh native. You know, wow. He's been dating her for like years. And yeah. so once I knew that like she grew up in Pittsburgh – if you grew up in Pittsburgh, your whole family is from Pittsburgh. So okay. I'm just like, that's just one more incentive for him. Yeah. That, that, I'm sure that girl just wants to stay right in <laughs> her hometown. That's just going to be in his ear. Yeah. And I know he loves the city. So mm-hmm. like when I knew he made a, married a Pittsburgh girl, I'm like, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Right. <laughs> I mean, and they were, the whole team was top five in the National League in run scored, batting average, OPS, which is on base plus slugging. So, I mean, I don't know if there's – I think that the power is maybe not as big of an issue as it's been in the past. I think there can still be some good power. But obviously the drop-off from Russell Martin to Francisco Cervelli yeah. is yeah. massive. Um, Hopefully we don't play the roles too much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. With all that base stealing. Oh, gosh, Jeez. I know. Oh, man, that's true. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Well, he, I mean, because the thing is when you have a great catcher, the it's such a scarce position to have greatness. So when you have a good player, oh. it's worth even more because there are so right. few of them yeah. around there. That's what makes guys like you know Buster Posey and, and Martin so good because, I mean, he was worth five, five war last year, Martin, and... That and at, at that position, it's so hard to find greatness. Yeah. And so that's going to be a bit of an issue, I think, for me. But I like the lineup just overall. Really, um, I mean, it's the it's pretty much the exact same team yeah. that made it yeah. to the wild card game. Yeah. I mean, I, I they are um, uh, they are projected uh, by Pakoda to be eighty and eighty two. I think that we'll break five hundred. I think they will. We will. And 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 the, and the thing is in in. In baseball in 2015, you can be close to 500 and you can still compete for that second yeah. wild card spot. There's so many teams yeah. that are in it, and so many teams that that can actually legitimately have a shot. Um, I have my questions if the rotation can 
stay healthy. Um, but um, I mean, I I still think they can be fat. I think they can fight. For I a have faith spot. in Clint Hurdle. Oh, you do. That guy. That guy is amazing. Yeah. The one question I just want to ask him because I watch him in the dugout is he just gnaws on the biggest wad of gum. I just want to know what it is and how many <laughs> sticks because it is like an insane yeah. wad of gum. Is it like one piece throughout? Is it like one piece in inning? Or is he taking out pieces and adding some <laughs> to? Or is you know, he... I think you know he's probably adding. I mean, like it is massive. He must yeah. have been like a big chew guy, like in his day, because yeah. this thing is just huge. But he has such a great presence. He's so positive, and like everyone, in Pittsburgh loves him. So we have faith in him. We have faith in our team. You know, go Pirates. Go Pirates. Let's raise that Jolly Roger yes. again. <laughs> well, and, and really, I mean, what it comes down to also is that really after 20 years of losing, I think we're just happy to be there. You're happy to be there. But, but, but now, it, now, now we're doing well. It's like, it's <laughs> like, no, no, we have to be over 500. Yeah. We have to go to the next we step. We have to do it. So the next team I think we should talk about is the uh who's been the class of the division for the last few years and uh your mortal enemies and really baseball's mortal enemies Ugh. frankly the uh St. Louis Cardinals Just every year every year they're so damn consistent it makes me so angry uh they finished 1972 last year they uh, of course won the division they beat the Dodgers in the NLDS and then lost to the Giants in the NLCS uh, as did everybody else so they in the off season Again, this is a, sort of a theme of this division, I think, is that a lot of teams didn't really do much, but there was one team that did a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it kind of made up yeah. for everybody yeah. else, really. Uh, they re-signed a few pieces. They let some of them walk. Their biggest move was they uh, traded Shelby Miller and a prospect to the Atlanta Braves to get Jason Hayward and Jordan Walden. So Hayward's going to stick out there in uh, right field, and Walden's going to just go right into the bullpen uh, they signed Matt Belisle, who I know uh, just from the days of playing for the Rockies. He's fine. Um, but most of their team is annoyingly young and intact, <laughs> okay. really. Yeah. So, um, so the Cardinals, still really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're still really good. They uh, have their pitching. I mean, Wayne, Wayne Wright's going to be always the key. He was uh, coming off an injury in the playoffs. He didn't really look like himself. Uh, he was you know less than 100%. Their bullpen took a bit of a hit. They lost Nishek. Uh, he went to Houston, as we talked about in the AL West. Um, Jason Mott, another hard thrower, went to the Cubs. Uh, I do like the guy they have, uh, Carlos Martinez. I like him. I think he jumps around from starter, and now he's going to be in the uh, bullpen, and now he's going to be a starter again. So they're going to get Michael Waka back. All these guys throw like 95 to 100, and if any of them are ineffective or injured, they probably have like five to ten guys in AAA waiting who also throw 95 to 100, and they'll always feel in admirably and will be like, look at the Cardinals, this wonderful uh, organization that's so rock solid and da-da-da-da. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, their pitching's awesome. Um, I know, like in comparison, like the, the the Pirates pitching, I dig it. I mean, yeah. uh, it's it's not heat, you know, some heat, but mm-hmm. you know, not majority. Um, but yeah, they're good. I don't know what else to That's say. It. It's just like they're good. We're gonna have to see them. I'm sure it's you know, once again, I think in next year it's gonna be between us and them. Hopefully, mm-hmm. we can you know get over the hump. Yeah. Um, 
Well, I think a big story, at least with their offense, at least, is going into the playoffs last year. They're like, oh, they're not hitting any home runs. And then all they do is just hit home runs in the playoffs. And I kind of think that it was, that was the same thing with the, the Royals. Yeah. Was all of a sudden, yeah, the last in the American League in home runs. And now all of a sudden, yeah, yeah. out there all the time. And that's what's so crazy about the playoffs is that it's such a small sample size. And yeah. I, I think the Cardinals specifically are probably closer to what they showed in the playoffs than what they showed during the regular season, especially with Hayward. He's going to help them. Matt Adams shows he can hit lefties. He hit home runs off Kershaw and Bumgarner last year in the playoffs. Um, you know, I mean, Colton Wong, Matt Holliday, John Jay, Yadier Molina, these are all guys from holdovers from years past, from last year. Colton Wong, I, I especially like. I think he's going to be a, a really good uh, middle infielder. You know, nothing to see here. Just keep on moving down the line. Yeah. Um, you know, they are just they're, – they're the Cardinals. And they're, you know, they're the – basically, they're, they'll do Cardinals things and they'll find a way to make the playoffs yeah. one way or another. Right, yeah. No, Either absolutely. they'll win the division or they'll just end up, you know, playing in the wild card game. It's partially why I bet on them to win the World Series. <laughs> because yeah. uh, I said – you know, I, I, I look at it and I go, you know, this team was really close to the World Series last year. They won the World Series a few years ago. It's yeah. been a few years. It's probably time for the Cardinals to win again. So I put a, I, I plunked a couple of dollars down in Las Vegas for them to win it. So I won't be rooting for them. But, right. Yeah, no. I, uh, you know. Educational, uh, educational yeah, bet. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. You going to bet on someone else? Well, maybe the Pirates, but Hey, I bet on the Pirates. You did. A couple of years ago when I was in Vegas. And nice. it was just on it was just on one game. I, n- I never bet, oh, okay. bet on games. Yeah. But I was there and I bet on I bet on the Pirates uh when we were playing the Cardinals. We won it was nice. the, one of the games we beat the Cardinals and I won like 100 bucks. Nice. Yeah. But and, it, was so, it was so funny. And you didn't go after it after that? You said you didn't say I like this action. I'm going to keep it. Well, I was there for like I was literally there for like <laughs> one day. But but like short story, you can cut this out. But like I I won that money on the Pirates. The next day, um, I'm back in Los Angeles early in the morning, and I walk in. Um, and I've told you this before, but I stumbled into a hidden camera commercial for Progressive Insurance, and the first thing I said is like I said, it was a hidden camera thing. I'm just a customer in float. Turns around, she's like, "Hi, how are you?" I'm sure she, as well as the whole film crew behind the the, the two way glass, is thinking, "Oh my god, Flo! Oh my gosh!" Yeah. What was my reaction? Hey, how you doing? You know, and I'm like, "Pretty good. Just went a hundred bucks. Pirates won. You know, Pirates <laughs> won. Beat the Cardinals." That was my reaction to Flo's first thing I said. So you're in the commercial, but you don't have any sound. No, 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 no. They, 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 they cut the rest of the sound they, out. They did not take that part. But my initial reaction to Flo, to her dismay, yeah. was pretty good. The parts won. Hey. I won 100 bucks. She's like, who? <laughs> what sport is this? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> anything else on the Cardinals? You got anything else on them? No. They're just, just um, they're just going to keep rolling along. Yeah, I'm just going to be, you know. Well, really, don't buy into this whole we're just a humble team. We're just this uh, this team from the Midwest, and we've got these Christian values, whatever. No, don't buy into that. They're baseball players. They make millions of dollars. Yeah. They can act the way that they want, and yeah. I don't think that they're the the class of baseball. No. Whatever, and no. no. Um, well, another team, uh, they finished third in the division last year uh, just behind the Pirates was the Milwaukee Brewers, the Brew Crew. So they finished in third place at 82-80. and 80. Uh, That doesn't tell the whole story. They uh, tanked at the end of the year, pretty much. Uh, yeah. They had the wild card in their grasp, and they 
allowed the Giants really to kind of back in because they faded very quickly. Oh yeah, I and mean, they had a strong. I mean, this huge streak, and yeah, like you said, yeah, they, they were yeah. they they tanked, and they have always been the bane of existence for the Pirates when the Pirates were doing well, and. Finally, we've gone over that hump. We're, we're beating the Brewers, but yeah. Oh, they were always like a big thing, a, a big. Uh, we could just you can never, never beat the Brewers. Yeah, we could just never beat the Brewers. They're so annoying for whatever reason. Yeah. You know, it's just certain teams. You know, yeah. whatever they have you figured out. That was the case, and it's not like the Brewers were that great either. I don't know what would be it would, so special. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, all of a sudden, like they're just yeah losing to the Brewers yeah, all the time. We would just we would just you know it was, it was while we were bad, and then once we started getting good, we kept on losing to the Brewers. It was so <laughs> aggravating. <laughs> um, luckily, that time has passed though. Okay, well, good. Yeah, because they're here in third place, and I don't really know if they're going to be much better than that this year. Frankly, um, they traded Giovanni Gallardo to Texas. They had some prospect depth. Um, or they, they got some prospect depth. Uh, they also traded their fifth starter, Marco Estrada, for Adam Lind, who is a decent upgrade at first base because they had they were rolling out Mark Reynolds and Lyle Overbay out there, uh, or as I call them, lead-footed strikeout machines, the uh, LFSM. <laughs> There's a lot of those. <laughs> Uh, I mean, Lynn had almost, he is getting on base almost at a 400 clip last year, so that's a nice upgrade. You know, Gallardo didn't really have a dominant season last year. I guess they figured he was expendable when he went to Texas. Uh, Peralta, Wiley Peralta had a nice bounce back. He was 17 and 11, and, you know, he can kind of slot in anywhere from one to three, really. Um, you know, I mean, they, they, have, they have good seasons. They, get, they have Kyle Osh and Matt Garza. Um, and it's funny because nobody wanted to sign Matt Garza at the beginning of last year. Like, mm-hmm. oh, stay away from Matt Garza. Yeah. And he was fine. He was a, he was good. Um, they should actually be able to to be solid in the rotation. I just seeing if they can hit is going to be a tough thing. <laughs> this this is my uneducated guess. Okay. Just going from the gut. Go ahead. I, I feel like they're on the decline. Yeah. I, I, I actually wrote here, I think they're probably closer to the team that faded in the second half. I think okay. maybe they played a little yeah. bit above their heads in the first half yeah. last year. And then the second half is more likely the team we're going to get this yeah, year. That's, yeah, that's the, yeah. Uh, the, the sneak peek. That's the teaser trailer to next yeah, for next season's Milwaukee Brewers. <laughs> the Brewers were horrible. <laughs> Stay tuned. Coming soon. I'm good. Uh, it was a great stat that uh, the baseball writer Jonah Carey had about their one of their pitchers named Mike Fires. Who I mean, he's going to have a chance to kind of have a regular job now that Gallardo's gone. He has an average fastball that's less than 90 miles an hour and has actually racked up more than a strikeout per inning throughout the minor leagues and also 200 innings into the big league level, which is extremely rare for guys that don't throw that hard to strike out that many guys. Why is that? Who knows? We'll have to see if it continues this year. But I I, I can only imagine it has to do with control or deceptive delivery right, or yeah. some sort of combination of everything off speed pitches and stuff like that. So and that guy's for the Brewers. Yeah, he's one of their starters. He kinda he, he was in and out of the rotation last year and so we didn't okay. get a chance kinda this year to to really jump in there. Hmm. So you know Jonathan Lucroy is a good player at at catcher, another good player at catcher. Um he got injured at the end of last year, so they're hoping that he can bounce back. Uh I don't know, Carlos Gomez He's excellent in center field. He is like a great hitter. He's great on offense. Um, 
he had 34 steals. He strikes out a little bit too much, I think, for my tastes, but he, you know, makes up for it with power and defense, yeah. really, which yeah. is to have the combination guy at the top of the lineup who can hit home runs and also steal you a few bases. Oh, it's yeah. like a Absolutely. great combination. So, um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, it, they're, 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 they're closer to the second half than the first half, yeah. I think, of last year. Yeah. They, um, they also struck out the third most times, and I, I hate strikeouts. I think that they are, well, okay, I should go back on that because I love the Astros and they're going to strike out a ton. <laughs> I only, I only hate strikeouts if you're not going to just hit hit a lot of home runs. Right. If you're going to just swing yeah, yeah, hard yeah, right. and just hit a lot of home runs, like yeah. that's fine. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Uh, but as a team, they struck out the third most times. So I mean, I think switching out Reynolds for Adam Lynn should be a nice boost, but. I just don't know if they have. I don't know if they're able to pitch enough to keep up with teams like the Cardinals or the Pirates. I think no, so. I don't think so. So now the most interesting team in the division. Yes, I think, and I think we have both have thoughts yeah. on this. The uh, Chicago Cubs, absolutely. The Chicago Cubs making it happen in the off season. Yeah, fourth year of the fifth year plan for Theo Epstein, and I mean they finished seventy three and eighty nine last year. They I remember them having some really they're being really tough to play against at the end of the year when they were starting to kind of mm-hmm, figure mm-hmm. things out, put things together. Um, you know, just another humdrum off season for them, though. You know, just grab the best coach available yeah and joe madden and <laughs> sign the number two pitching free agent I, john lester i got so excited when they got joe madden um because it's the cubs it's yeah. like they're in my division but still it's just like ah <laughs> oh, you know just how like you know people with the pirates like no one was angry when the pirates start doing good because it's like oh it's a feel-good story yeah same thing with the cubs right. oh my gosh a hundred year a uh, hundred plus years world series drought yeah you gotta you gotta feel good for the Cubs. yeah absolutely so yeah. i'm you know i <laughs> you know they're in my division you know that's kind of conflicted but i want to see them be relevant again mm-hmm. you know of course if the pirates have a, a tank season yeah, Cubs all the way. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's root for the Cubs. Let's, I'm let's, on the Cubs. Let's bandwagon. go for the Cubs. And yeah, like you said, John Lester. Um, yeah, I mean, he's been great he, everywhere he's pitched. Yeah, he, he he hasn't. I mean, he he he's a little older. I mean, he's in his he's in his 30s, which is older for a pitcher. But he got a lot of money for yeah. for a pitcher over 30. They'll be good in the beginning of the deal. I think they may start to regret. Towards the end of the deal, if he gets injured, oh, yeah, ineffective. Right, right, right. I mean, you're paying, you know, almost thirty million dollars for a guy who's not going to pitch well. Yeah. But if they win the World Series sometime in the next like three years, worth it. Oh, completely <laughs> worth yeah, it. Absolutely. I can't even imagine that. What would what would happen? I mean, you talk about know. the the scene in Pittsburgh, just in, in them having in the, in them in the postseason. Yeah. I mean, oh, baseball's it's... better when the Cubs are good. Yeah, oh, absolutely. They're an original franchise. They're just—it just feels better when they're good. We we all want the Cubs to do well. I yeah. mean, there's no reason. There's no reason whatsoever to root against the Cubs. Yeah, you know, it just seems un-American. It's just unfair. It You're kind of just kicking them while they're it down. Is. Really, they're just yeah, yeah. No, yeah, you, you have to root for them. You know, just like like I said, people root for the Pirates. Yeah. You know, I'm rooting for the Cubs, you know, like I, I was rooting for the the the, you know, the Royals, mm-hmm. you know, like these these teams out of nowhere. And but yeah, Cubs is such this like this honored franchise, yeah. and it's just like right. Oh. But it was funny. We I I think most Cub fans would also want to live in the reality that was 
opposed to them in Rookie of the Year, which is <laughs> that because at the end of that movie, it's kind of it's kind of forgotten about. But at the very end, so like okay, so he loses the Henry Rowan Gardner loses the ability to throw the hard okay, fastball, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he does the whole like ooh, he floats the ball up there like a softball pitcher, oh, like right. his mom, right? Yeah, exactly. And then the, that the big meathead Mets hitter is like, he's like sticking his tongue out, like <laughs> let's do this, and he yeah. sort of strikes out. But then they kind of like everybody's cheering. Oh, they're so happy. We're going to the playoffs or we're going to whatever to the next round. And then it sort of fades out and then it fades up again. And it's the kid he's playing back in his little league game. Okay. So he's playing in the little league game and he's going to make a catch at the end. It's how like the movie started. So the movie starts with him playing in right. his little league team. It ends with him playing in his little league team. He makes the big catch. His team wins the game. He like. There's a shot of them like ho- hoisting him up on the shoulder on their shoulders, and he punches the air, and he's wearing a World Series champion ring <laughs> for the Cubs. <laughs> yes, it's like this is amazing. How come no one talked about this? This is like this was back in 1995, and this was when they had like an 80 year drought as opposed to a hundred and something. Now it's like. No, this is amazing. Well, um, same thing with um, we. Everyone keeps on talking about this is uh, 2015 with Back to the Future. Yeah, you know Back to the Future. Right. Two. Yeah. In Back to the Future uh, Two, in the future, they have that big hologram thing or the announcement talking mm-hmm. about the Cubs win. They yeah. win the World Series. So Back to the Future has predicted that in 2015 the Cubs will win the World Series in like. Somehow they're going to. They need a couple more. They need a couple more years. But yeah. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. that would have been amazing. Well, somehow they're going to play the Marlins in the World Series, which <laughs> baseball will have to actually just come out and just change the rules, yeah. and then I think we'll know that maybe something's up or something. Uh, but yeah, but I saw that I was just like, oh my gosh, yeah. it could happen. It, it could, could happen. Um, but here's the dirty secret of it: I don't think they're quite there yet. No. I think they're so close. They're so close. Just ruin my Back to the Future fantasy. I know. But here's where they can make it up. They have the best minor league system in the game. They have the best prospect in the game, Chris Bryant. 43 home runs he had in the minors last year throughout two levels. That's amazing. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's crazy. They have, I mean, all these guys are playing in games. The uh, Just yesterday, uh, their big three guys, uh, Javier Baez, Jorge Soler, and Chris Brandt, went back to back to back with home runs. And everyone's like, ooh, oh my gosh, ooh, my gosh, this is amazing. They're just incredibly young throughout their lineup. And I just think they need a little bit more time before they finally put – if they just get a full season out of Bryant or they are somehow able to to uh, to, to push the clock forward and – I just think they need a couple more years. They got to show me something yeah. first before I feel like I can pick them to even make the playoffs. I think they'll be really right. close. They're so close. And this is a this is a tight division. I mean, as of recent years, I mean, like if you would have seen like the the records uh, towards the end of the season last year, I mean, it was like it was uh, uh, the Cardinals, Pirates, and mm-hmm. I think it was the Reds. But I mean, like. It yeah, was the Cardinals. Sh- yeah, the Cardinals finished ninety wins. The Pirates finished with eighty eight. Um, yeah, the the Brewers finished with eighty two. I mean, seventy nine, seventy six. I mean, the last place team was the Reds. They had seventy six wins. So I yeah. mean, that's still decent. Yeah, I mean, it was it was uh, you know chunks of time. It was it was a strong division. So and now with with the Cubs coming up, um, nothing's going to be easy. That's for sure. No, and I and I think that's what makes it really interesting is that now it kind of turns it into a really a three team race. Yeah. For possibly just two playoff spots, because mm-hmm. I think one of the playoff spots can probably come from the West 
Uh, I think only there's not going to be any wild card teams in the East. Well, maybe one, but I think majority. I think you're going to find your second or first wild card within one of these three teams. Yeah. And with the Cubs, a lot of stuff has to go right really quickly. Yeah. I think in order for it to happen. Right. So I mean, Lester's going to be the 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 top flight pitcher. I mean, Jake Arrieta. He gets another season to improve. He was good last year. Kyle Hendricks it might be a nice fantasy sleeper. He'll be like, you know, the three, four role after Lester and Arietta. I just, after Lester, I, I have questions about their staff. They're decent, but they may go into next season off season uh, with a little bit more money to spend on a lot of really good pitchers that are going to become available. And if they get one of those, then you'll need to watch out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting point too, about uh, we're talking about Las Vegas a little bit. Uh, when I was there a couple of weeks ago, we were looking at some friends of mine were looking at the odds for the World Series, which is why I decided to go with the Cardinals. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Cubs, I think they opened when they first brought out the, when they first put up the bets were like eighteen to one. This was before they got uh, Lester. Since then, the day we got there, or the day we were looking at it, they were five to one. What? Yes. Wait for the Cubs. The Cubs were five <laughs> to one to win the World Series. That's so just, that's so, there's such a public team. There's such a yeah, they made yeah. such these high the, these these high value additions right. that people are just hammering the Cubs yeah. and so, people are just stoked. People that's 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 more so educated than just people just mere want. Yeah, they just want it. They're just betting from yeah. they're betting from the heart. Yeah. that's all they they're just, doing. Yes, yeah, they, yeah. they just want it. You they know? just they want be, it so would be awesome. Yeah, uh, I really like what they did at, at catcher it's kind of again another weird position that we uh, keep talking about mm-hmm. but this division has a lot of good catchers yeah. oh uh, yeah they um they got miguel montero who again i know by watching a lot of the nl west let him the diamondbacks pretty much traded him for nothing because they wanted to play a guy named tuffy at catcher they're the, the diamondbacks new catcher his name is tuffy oh okay so there you go i guess you know because my rule was you have to have one tuffy yeah in the big leagues yeah, yeah exactly. before it's like an official season <laughs> yeah. um but yeah he so montero is, is is big there dexter fowler hasn't really had a chance to play in a normal outfield he played uh, the last couple seasons in houston which has that weird hill in center field so it's kind of like <laughs> it's tough to really get a handle on how good a defense he plays because then he played at that hellhole uh, mm. course field before then with the Rockies. So um, I'm going to point out that course field is a hellhole in every single one of these podcasts, <laughs> by the way. who, What teams left have uh, basically the old school, like, artificial turf? I know Toronto does. Like, who left has, like... That, I don't think like, there's the, many. The bad turf. Yeah. You know, they have, like, the... the, the, it's, the, the it's, stimu- it's been simulated. upgraded a little bit. But yeah, yeah, but, like, they're... that's, like, three rivers, mm-hmm. just astroturf, you know, like, uh, a tarp on top of cement yeah. type. It would basically... I heard, I would hear stories from old ballplayers, something like that, and I'm like, I'm talking to them, like, you yeah. know, just in the course of, like, watching baseball, yeah. that it would get up to like 130 degrees on the field on like a really hot day oh my because just of the way that it, the, the, the material that it was like, uh, it was like 130, like on the field, you could, it was unbelievable. <sighs> but in terms of that, cause there's not a lot of dome stadiums anymore. No. So they used to have that like in domes, like the kingdom had it, right. three rivers had it, which wasn't a dome, but 
I guess it's just Toronto because they still play indoors. So yeah, because I saw a game and I'm like, am I watching a game from 1987? <laughs> like, is this like a throwback state? Is this yeah. like you know Fox Sports Classics? Or something? <laughs> They're just rolling out the AstroTurf for Classic I, I, Night, I, I and bringing like, it out just for one day. What is this? Oh, like, bouncing over guys' heads. Oh, I mean, field. it was nostalgic and like depressing to think that they still had it at the <laughs> yeah. same time. It was right. like good feelings, but bad feelings for them. Yeah, it was weird. I know, and these you know these guys are getting played. Mil- paid millions of dollars and i'm gonna play on this this like you're also playing like trampolines or something ridiculous but i think uh madden's a good just finishing up the cubs i mean madden's a really good coach they have a lot of young talent he had plenty of that in tampa bay and he was able to kind of wring the most out of it uh but i mean if they start slow or if they get into an extended slump I think they're going to turn on the team because it's just going to be like, here we go again. I mean, you want to talk about the Brewers uh, sneak peek. Hey, guess what? We suck. I mean, if that happens with the Cubs, the Cub fans are just going to revert back to, uh, you know, 100-year memories of, like, no World Series titles. But they are used to losing, so. That's true. But but a season where they feel like there's so much hope and they're right on the cusp and it's, like, pulled away from them at the last minute. But, yeah, it's like I I know with – you know, with the pirates, we were in that huge slump. It was just, oh. there was there was always just like hope, but it was like mm-hmm. a reserved like hope. The yeah. first season we started doing well, and it looked like we were going to break five hundred. Like, and then all of a sudden we started going to a slump. It was like the first good year, but then it yeah. tanked at the end. I was listening to the radio every day, and they would say, "Well, we're in that, we're tanking," and, and we're like, "Okay, we have so and so many games left." If we win these many games, <laughs> yeah. we're still over 500. Right. And then the next day, we have so and so many games. If we win the rest of these you know, and it was just slowly dwindling. Yeah, and but it's, it's so funny that that's the, that's the mentality is like, hey, if we get, you know, if we go 15 and 5 at the end of the season, you know, it's possible we'll get to 500 as opposed <laughs> yeah. to like, well, if we make it to 15 and 5, we'll make it to the playoffs. Yeah. And you're like, oh my gosh. But hey, it's all in the past now, isn't it? It is. It's good for us, though. We yeah. Pick up those L's. <laughs> That's right. Pick up those W's, give them some L's. Yeah. So the, the, the fifth and final team, they uh, finished, of course, last in the division last year, uh, 76 and 86, the Cincinnati Reds. Yes. Uh, kind of a weird, half unexpected result for them because they'd been so good yeah for the last few years right. before then yeah it's, was that a fluctuation or was it just... this year's going to show okay. i think this is going to be the year that they go either last year was just an aberration right or maybe this is kind of the way that it's going mm-hmm. um i don't really like the way actually well they remind me a lot of the phillies in that they they have a lot of pieces, but they're sort of on the decline. And it's like, well, we need to see if we need to sell these pieces off and start over, right. or if we think we can ride it out. And- yeah, and then they just keep it going with them. I mean, they have a high price first baseman in Joey Votto, who's untradeable because of his contract. They have a solid ish second baseman in Brandon Phillips, like Chase Utley and Ryan Howard. So, I mean, they're the the uh, the similarities are there. They're, this year is going to be that year where they decide, hey, are we trading everybody and starting over and trying to go young, young, young and try to bottom out? Or do we think we still have a shot? Because, I mean, if, if they think they have a shot, they have a nice mix of younger and older guys. I mean, what's, you know, you told the story with uh, 
the playoff game with the Reds. I mean, that must have been that's an interdivision matchup in yeah. the playoffs. Like great. Stuff. And because just because of that game, I will never be intimidated by the Reds. I will never be intimidated <laughs> by Cueto. And Cueto will always be intimidated by us after yeah. after putting on that show. Mm-hmm. It's just I yeah. I, I I do not as a Pirates fan, I do not fear the Reds. He's he uh he's money though. Quito. He is Quito's great. Quito's great. But again, you, you know just never, just, when he's on the mound, you just think, okay, well it's just not gonna be first, that bad. you know, like certain things happen, you got that you know, there, there's this, this reserve thing in the back of your head, you remember that instant, you know, mm-hmm. can he shake it off versus us? I don't know. I yeah. know I, I think the pirates if I was a pirate I would have a, a you know reserved confidence mm-hmm. going up against him because of that embarrassment that we handed him. <laughs> and it was like one of the greatest things ever. I'm yeah. sorry, it was so it was so awesome. It's great. It was That's so great. Awesome. You're so passionate. I love it. It's oh. great. Um, if you were a pirate, though, what what would your name be? What do you think? Would you have a peg leg? Would you have? You said if you were a pirate. I oh, mean, like if I. Uh, if I was a pirate player or a, a well, either, pirate player? I, I, clearly, I'm asking you, if you were on a ship in the middle of the ocean and you were, like, plundering, you know what? No, plundering I, the seas. Literally, if I, if I was an actual, like, if they sent me back and, like, all of a sudden I wake up and I'm on a pirate ship. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be, like, one of those things where, like, I would have to, like, name myself, last name, like, Vance Like. Like, we just have <laughs> yeah. to do it. It will be inside, like, joke to me, you know? Isn't that what they did in Back to the Future? Like, he would name him. Yeah, Clint Eastwood. Yeah, when he, he went back in the third one. Yeah. I would be Andy Vance Like on Vance-like. the pirate ship because that right. name is just awesome. And it would be Andy Vance Like. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> So then the name Andy Van Slyke would he would just be It's not a very it would be, sh- well no but it would be perfect because then he would be a real pirate later on. It's like, oh this great pirate oh, Andy Van Slyke. Yeah, it and would be in like, the history books. Yes. And then it would be like, oh how how funny is it? No, yeah. it's because of me. <laughs> because of you, he's born. He gets that name and he's he's just yes. he's, he's just destined to finish for the team. All right, we should we, we 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 should just finish up the Reds here. I okay. think um, a lot of their big moves happened with their uh, pitching staff. Really, they got a good year from Alfredo Simon last year. It was kind of his first year uh, being good, and they really capitalized on it. They dealt him to the Tigers. They got some um, uh, some more minor league depth for them. Maybe gearing up in case they need to trade off some of these pieces to to fill in. Um, <laughs> they traded for Marlon Bird, and I thought Marlon. I thought it was funny. Fewer uh, our former uh, pirate Marlon Bird. He is on his like sixth team in five years. <laughs> he got traded midway through one season. He's always stayed just one year with these with these teams, and not that he's not bad. I mean, he's right. he, he he's a fine player, but he's definitely an upgrade from who they're rolling out Ryan Ludwig last year. I thought thing I thought was interesting. I, I looked up this random stat is they. Um, their pitching allowed the fewest hits in the National League last year, but the third most home runs. So when they were hitting him, the other team was hitting him. They were just hitting him out of the ballpark. <laughs> so like they gave up the fewest other hits, but yeah, a th- a th- but the they, the third most home runs. I thought that was pretty impressive. That's crazy. That's, that's a pretty close gap. You feel like if you're going to be giving up a lot of home runs. Your pitching's not great. You're, not, yeah. you're just going to give up a lot of hits in general. But maybe it's that ballpark. It's a super tiny ballpark. Maybe they just give up a lot of home runs. I don't know. It is amazing that like ballparks can actually change. 
Like, yeah. I mean, like every ballpark has like, you know, uh, different yards as far as mm-hmm. like the, the outfield wall. Um, well, that's what's so great about baseball is that you can have these different dimensions. It's yeah. Like every hockey yeah, rink other, is yeah, the same. Every basketball, every football field is the same. But like baseball is so great because you can have these little quirks and everything like that. It's really yeah. Neat. Oh, ab- really yeah. I, it's it's it is very interesting how you, they can do that. I mean, yeah. In in every you know every park. I mean, like the only thing I can think of as far as like football is like. If you play in Denver, like right, um, uh, I remember a Steeler, Clark. He couldn't play in Denver because he had this this breathing. He had some some kind of ailment that, like in thin air, like he couldn't play. It was like dangerous health wise. He play, couldn't yeah. play. He couldn't play in Denver. But the dimensions, though, I mean, yeah, like you have the the thin air in Denver and yeah. like that, and the the wild crowd in Philly and stuff like that. But, but in terms of like dimension, no, yeah, the yeah. fifty yard line is the fifty yard yeah. line everywhere. Yeah, but in baseball, you can have a center field that's three hundred twenty feet away, and some team can have it that's five hundred feet away. So yeah, it's it's yeah. it's crazy. I, like <laughs> in thinking about an outfield wall, like just a little fun fact, uh, you know, Pirates they beat the Yankees in nineteen sixty. That was in Forbes Field. The outfield wall, a section of it where the ball, where Maz's ball went over. Bill Mazeroski, Bill Mazeroski, World Series winning walk off home run, bomb of the Very ninth, exciting. Two outs, you know, yeah. like two strikes. Yeah. Bomb the ninth, hits a home run. You know, we beat the Titans, the, yeah, the, Yankees. the Yankees. Yeah. Um, that outfield wall, that segment, is now on the grounds of uh, Pitt University. Um, but the the right where the wall is, where it went over, that's still there. That wall still stands. Uh, uh, it's it's kind of stuck like uh, in some. Uh, uh, in a, in, what's funny is that there's a baseball, uh, just like a little baseball field, field. behind it for, yeah. you know, casual playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that little segment of the wall still stands. And the home plate um, has plexiglass over it. And it's in the middle of like a, a Pitt University building. Oh, so really? you just like walk over. It's just like, <laughs> like recessed whoa. into like the floor. But yeah. yeah a little bit of history when you, yeah. when, you, when you get to Pitt, I guess. <laughs> so I thought, that, I thought that was really interesting. I mean, yeah, because their ballpark is really is tiny so they're going to give up a lot of home runs i guess but one guy who doesn't give up a lot of home runs is aroldis chapman that guy is a fireballer he had 106 strikeouts and 54 innings last year that's (laughs) that's how good he is and uh 17.7 strikeouts per nine innings so if that were to happen that would be historical historic pace yeah um but this team just didn't hit last year they pitched fine and i think that that's going to again be fine for them their bullpen's okay they signed Paul Mahalam to a minor league deal. They got Anthony DeSclafani from the um, Marlins for Matt Latos, and he may battle. He's had some major league experience. He may battle for that fifth starter, but I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure. He may, he may be too young, but they need to hit. That's kind of what it comes down to. I think they get Votto back this year. He was injured for a lot of the year last year. Um, it's a big if, you know, he only, he got, he, he was injured. He gets on base really well and they score a lot of runs when he plays, but they're not going to score if he's not getting on base. So, I mean, that's kind of where I think that they're going to be. I think they're going to have, uh, I I think they will be better hitting and I think their pitching will be okay, but so much is just flux in, in, in flux with the division and it's it's going to be such a heavy division to mm-hmm. try to compete mm-hmm. that that even him coming back may not be enough really right yeah yeah so it's it's it's, it's division's a tight one it is going to get tighter tight with one. the with the uh with the cubbies well speaking of that then so what are your thoughts let's give it let's go from worst to first in the national league central justin roush you're on the spot 
worst to first. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Brewers. Worst. Um, that's that. That next spot is tough because that's gonna is. determine who's gonna who's gonna kind of you know how the rest of it's gonna shake out. It is. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go Brewers, and then I'm gonna go. You know, I'm gonna go Brewers, Reds. Yeah, I'm just gonna go Cubs. Maybe they surprise us. Maybe just the spirit of all this change, you know, really gets them going. Yeah, put them in third place. You know, mm. I, 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 okay, <laughs> because Russell Martin's gone, and this is crazy to say, because yeah. our catcher is gone. Yeah, that I'm gonna put them in second. I'm gonna put them in the playoffs. Okay. Um. So you think they're one of the wild cards? Yeah, yeah. I, I, okay. I think they're going to be a wild card. They're probably, yeah. As long as they don't play Baumgartner, I think that's totally fine. True. Um, a lot of teams are thinking that yeah. these days. I think. <laughs> uh, so I'll put the Pirates at uh, second, and then the Cardinals at first. Those darn Cardinals. Wow, that's so funny because I completely agree with you. Yeah, that okay. is exactly what I think oh, is going to awesome. happen too. Brewers, <laughs> Reds, Cubs, Pirates. Yes. Cardinals. I even think the card the the Pirates have a chance at the wild card. So, I mean, so I guess for all this talk of how tough the division's going to be, I guess maybe it's not that difficult to uh, play out if we think it's the same thing's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I, I don't th- know. I think we all but obviously it's a well educated. Oh, uh, clearly, you know, <laughs> picks clearly. by our part. Yeah, those can be very you know, well you know hard fought spots to get mm-hmm. you know. But I think. That's that's where it's going to line up. Well, that's great. Well, if you have thoughts, you can, of course, get in touch with the show via the Facebook page, McCarran Podcast Network. Um, I'm not even going to try to spell it. You probably already know what it is anyway if you found this. But, um, but yeah, you can get in touch on there. Please tell your friends to like the page. Um, you can email us uh, as well if we have an email address, McCarranPod at gmail.com and uh, if you want to get in touch again thanks again to uh, Justin thanks so much for uh, coming on the show and talking a little bit of baseball with us absolutely thanks for having me you're very welcome it's going to be a good season take care yeah uh, you know what it is